How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Welcome, where I don't think we've ever needed to pod more. Oh my God, I need to pod so badly. <laughs> Poor Slew crew. I banged so hard on Sarah's door, front door of her house. I Let's didn't know where that was no, going. No, neither did I. I don't God. remember this. <laughs> and I opened the door and I was like, I'm in a really bad mood. Yeah. And what did you answer? So am I. <laughs> and we stood at Sarah's door and just hugged it out. Yeah. Before coming inside and doing what any two northern set of friends would do, we made a hot drink yes. and we unpacked it. Absolutely. We talked it through. I paced around Sarah's coffee yes, table. Yes, you did. <laughs> the best thing was when we hugged it out on the step as well, we were laughing, yeah. laughing hysterically as we hugged it. Just like, it. thank God we're both in this thank boat together. God, just like, I'm in a foul mood. I was like, God, me too. Did you, you won't have seen my WhatsApp messages, but I, I basically emailed, I WhatsApped you when I was on the tube and I was like, I'm in a foul mood, F-O-W-L. And I was like, I can't I can't remember how to spell foul. <laughs> What's lovely about that is it suggests you're in the mood to eat foul. <laughs> oh, yes, a partridge perhaps. Oh, yes, a I was pigeon thinking of something or something. Else. I couldn't, I couldn't whip it up in time. <laughs> God, he's in the mood for foul. <laughs> Guinea. Yes. God, I haven't got a thing. He's ended his, his 22 year vegetarian yes. spell. He's and craving he's, chicken. He's woken up craving fowl. Yeah. Today I must have fowl. Yeah. What's next week? Game? Where will it go next? Fowl, the bird would be the last thing I'd eat. Yeah, interesting. Do you know? I think, I think was, I'd lean in for beef first, but that would be it. I beefed first when I came off because I was a vegetarian <laughs> for five They don't talk years? about this in the magazine. No, no. <laughs> I was vegetarian, like you, I ate fish, pescatarian for five years, and it was beef. It was a good burger, which got me back. And actually, yeah, chicken was the final 
thing to come back in. Just not interested. Yeah, in just not bothered. In eating birds. No. Ever really. Fair Meat in general. Um, Portsley crew, we are round at mine today and we popped into the bedroom to go and record and you may just cast your mind back uh dear listener to last week jules had the builders mm, next door of course and still there what's appeared <laughs> round mine only yesterday morning a set of builders seems to be the year of london renovations yes it's I feel. the season the sun's out brexit's been pushed past go 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 roof <laughs> yes. conversions must happen <laughs> as we it. speak soaring drilling so we've come through to the front where we've got a very busy road so I mean it really is drilling or horns that's what we're looking at here that's <laughs> that's what it, we might drilling or horns yes that could be a good book <laughs> yes I feel like it could be sort of a male grooming book perhaps write that down no I think you. it could be a safari oh right I see yes your guide to safari <laughs> drilling or horns with Jules Von Hepp <laughs> an off-road terrestrial oh god and actually, I, I did want to record in the bedroom today because it might be one of the final times that you see that Rivita carpet. Yes, finally, I've popped down to see Sammy at the carpet shop down the bottom. Sammy said he could have come round the next day. I said, it's too quick for me, Sammy. I can't have that sort of turnaround. <laughs> we need to do this on Northern time. Absolutely. Next week, next week, Sammy. I need some, I need to get I mean, my head round it. It needs a Hoover. God, and it's, a couple. More. <laughs> he said, do you want me to take it away for you? I said, Sammy, I never want to see it again. I said, if you leave it here, it'll be rolled up and it'll be in the yard do you think for you'd six months. Like, do you think you'd have a postage stamp size <laughs> yeah. of it, just as like a commemorative piece? A reminder mm. of what was. Perhaps we should, yes. Would you like one? It'd be nice with cream cheese, to be honest. <laughs> But yes, finally, I'm getting to grips with the Rivita carpet. And actually, I've done quite a few little housey bits. We painted the wall, of course, mm. out in the yard. The boy, I mean, I say we, John and um, my divine brother-in-law. You know, what do you call it when it's your brother-in-law, but they're not married? He's basically my brother-in-law. I just say brother-in-law. He's not in-law, is, is the irony there, of course. Brother from another mother. Yeah, and so Lorna's boyfriend, basically. He came round, they painted the wall, it looks sensational. Lorna said she felt like she was in the Mediterranean when she went out it there. It is very mad. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I'm delighted with it. So we're doing a little bit, but one of the things, I think it's spring, and you've been talking about decluttering yes, a lot. Yes, yes, you know. I am decluttering. Yeah, and so we're doing, I feel like I'm doing the same. I'm getting rid of the old, in with the new, and all that kind of stuff. Dusting the cobwebs off, That's it, it. And so one of the things that I decided to do was replace the virgin box. Now, we've had this old, great, big virgin box. They upgraded us. Now, this is boring, but it will get better. No, let me just settle in for yes. it. So they upgraded us and they sent us a new virgin box. They sent us that new virgin box a year ago, right? And they've sent text messages saying, if you're not going to use it, we want it back. I said, we will How use abusive. it. I know. I was Gosh. like, don't you give with one hand and take with the other. Anyway, I decided Sunday night was my night. I was like, I'm going to set up the new virgin box. There it is. It looks right? settled. It looks well, yes. So I set it all up, felt very, very smug about the whole thing, went through where it's trying to find the channels. It wouldn't, it was having none of it. A fault, some sort of activation issue. Just what you want on a Sunday. I was like, mm, this is not going to be fixed in time for line of duty and that worries me. And I got on the phone and I rang the lovely chap at Virgin Media. He did the classic, take the white lead out of the back of it, leave it for 10 seconds. 
right? It's like MI5. It was. You're it basically was Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, okay, put it back in. I put it back in and I was like, yes. Then a period of silence followed where I could hear him tap tapping. Tap tapping. Ordering like numbers. Yes. <laughs> so I went into the kitchen and started making dinner. You know, I was chop, chop, chopping and stuff all while he was on speaker. He was just on loud. Oh, yeah, got He it. was on loudspeaker. And I. They don't show that in Mission Impossible. No, they don't. <laughs> just a minute. But I assumed he was waiting for the activation to appear on his system, right? I assumed that he was. As any self respecting citizen would. Working on something, yeah. right? Minutes went by. I would say like a good substantial five, six, seven minutes, you know, a long, long time. That With no like, hold oh, music. No, no, he was, I could hear him breathing, like he was still on the line. <laughs> Not creepy. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? <laughs> but I just That's assumed, a turn. <laughs> he knows I've plugged it back in, he's waiting for it to appear on the system. And anyway, after five or six of us just listening to each other, he was listening to me chop, I was listening to him doing some typing. Forming quite the relationship. <laughs> I said, oh, do you need anything else from me? And he went, have you plugged it back in? I said, I plugged it back in when you said it's Oh, how we laughed. <laughs> he was really laughing. He was like, I was still waiting for you to plug it back in. He was like, what's like, she doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's she doing? Making a ratatouille before she does God, it. she's making dinner before she plugs it back in. I am still here, you know. Oh, God, it was hilarious. He was hilarious. probably quite glad of the break. Yeah. They must he, be back to back on a Sunday. They must be sat on the phone. They sat on the phone to me. I was just listening to each other. I was waiting for him to go, yes, it's popped up now. It's all there. <laughs> Just waiting for me to go, right, I've plugged it back in. It was very, very, oh, we did laugh. <laughs> How we laughed. Now, I know you're in a foul mood, but is there anything you'd like to share? Well, there is, there has been an incident. I am a bit, <laughs> I am a bit embarrassed to share this. No, don't be, you're amongst friends. something happened the other week. It was Friday night. Sure. Um, I was going to my best friend Lucy's for dinner. Lucy is getting married. I am her chief bridesman. Um, there were other people who were going to the wedding at this dinner. Lucy's got a gorgeous long table. We're having lovely food. Great. So we get there. I'd had, listen, I'd had a couple of drinks before at a meeting. Sure. So I was- At a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a Friday afternoon meeting yeah. with wine. Yes. So I got to Lucy's, settled in, like had a little tipple, yum, yum, yum. Mm. Sit down and we're like just taking in starters. And I um, get a tortilla chip into the guac and I bite. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's a bit of avocado, like still here. No, half my tooth has fallen out. <gasps> oh. But there's a whole table full of people. And I sat there and I was like, I can't ruin everyone's Friday night with this drama of the tooth. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I was like, I just need to somehow stealth this out. So conversation was flowing. Yes. I just like slowly put my drink down. I was like, well, I need to get the avocado kind of out of the way. So I shoved said tooth up in the cheek storage <laughs> that I have and just quickly swallowed the avocado. And it just, could have gone down though, that was risky. And then put hand up to mouth and took it forward, got it, felt it, definitely a tooth, down <laughs> in my pocket. And I sat there and I was like, oh my God. So for the first, I couldn't tell you what anyone was talking about during the so I couldn't even tell you what we had. <laughs> I can't remember a thing about the sausage. Was Dutch with you? The whole table, it was there. Everyone's talking, clinking glasses. You know what dinner parties are oh like. God, of course, nobody wants to see half a tooth. Nobody <laughs> wants to see half a tooth. And I don't want, I just, I'd had a it long week. It wasn't the time. It wasn't the time. And I didn't yes. want a whole commotion. Mm. So I was like, I'm just going to keep this to myself and just smile and nod at people. <laughs> well, whilst internally, whilst internally, sticking that tongue around the back and having a good old feel. I was like, what has gone on? It's, a, it's an old filling. At the very Got back, it. something's yeah. just come awry. And does it feel enormous on your tongue? Yeah, it feels you know, enormous. When that happens, it feels 
was massive. So, um, everybody after Mains goes outside for a fag, apart from Lucy and I. I just turned to Lucy, who has been my best friend for like 25 years, yes. I want to say. Turned to her and I was like, I need you to listen, I need you to listen quick. Half a tooth of mine fell out before we hit starter. <laughs> I haven't really been listening and something's going on. She was like, I knew something was up. She was like, I looked down the end of the table and you were shuffling and I saw you sweating slightly and I didn't know what happened. Have you had it filled in? No, so if you can hear a whistle, that's why. <laughs> It's on my bedside table. <laughs> no, I had to pull a Ken. I put it in an, <laughs> in an envelope this morning. I was like, this is karma because I teased Ken for it. So basically, I phoned my dentist friend and it's not raw, it's healed. So yes. it's, I'm fine. Yeah. Is it sensitive? But no, no, it's fine. So that was the weekend. Then I flew to Glasgow on Sunday oh, night. Never and then Did you I'm away. <laughs> no, I didn't. Then I'm away and then it's Easter. So I'm trying to get a dentist appointment at oh, the moment. It's hell. That's another thing that added to my shitty morning. Yes. Dentist receptionist at least you know you're okay i know like, i'm fine it could stay like that for a while it might have to it's uh, but it's at the back yes it's not one of the front ones sure it would be a very different oh story my God, we'd be doing this do or, we'd be doing this over the phone doll <laughs> i wouldn't have even come we'd be doing it in the surgery <laughs> the little yes <laughs> i'd swill for the portsaloo crew any day and i'd watch him so that's where I am at the moment. God, what a time. What a time to be alive just before Easter as well. I know. Oh, you get all manner of mini eggs stuck in that. That's just what you don't need. Oh, mini eggs. I keep eating them like crisps. It's I know. Really bad. Well, it's the best actually, isn't it? <laughs> um, will we do a bit of correspondence? Let's. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, well, we've had something in the P.O. box. Lovely. Um, this Looks is, from far afield. It is. This is, oh my God, I love it. It's um, somebody selected, I hope this is what you've done, is a really boring postcard. Yes. I hope this isn't of interest to you in any way, shape or form. He's <laughs> chosen that going, oh, lovely. And it's a, I think it's about a road trip called Across the Nullarbor. Could you say that in an Australian yeah, accent? Yeah, let me just get into it. Oh, Across the Nullarbor. Nullarbor. Uh, it's a highway in Australia. Lovely. Right. Hello, or 
should I say g'day? You definitely should. I feel like I know you personally. I've been listening to you both while I drive across the Nullarbor for South Australia to Perth in Western Australia, which is 3,000 kilometres. Took four days. Good heavens, not on our own, just with us. <laughs> you <laughs> what a t- <laughs> What a time. We'll be giving out some useful information at the end if you need to speak to somebody. You guys help me laugh on this very long straight road. Thank you. Keep it up, Julie. I wonder why Julie was making that journey. It's quite the pilgrimage. It's a very religious stamp, actually, that she's chosen. Yes, it is. Everything all right there, Julie? Do let <laughs> do, us know. Let us know. It's very Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yes, it is. I do. Let's imagine Julie dressed in drag as she makes that journey, listening to us howling along in Julie the Julie might actually be called Jacob. Yes. Who knows? Julie, I'm, I'm really getting into Julie. <laughs> if I was having a Hindu again, Julie, you would be there. I love that you've just listened to us on a long haul drive. Yes. And long actually, haul drive. Ooh, I like that yeah, sort of phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can get in touch with us. We love it when love you it. do. I am at this Sarah Powell. And I'm at Jules Van Hepp. Jules and Sarah podcast on Instagram. Portsmouth crew Facebook group really we can't say enough good things closed come on in yeah closed, closed. not for clothes yes. closed, closed like private Facebook group, yeah. Facebook group. Mm. Um, and we will of course give out the PO box in case you are driving somewhere on your own for four days and you want to send us a postcard of where you are that would be lovely how are Sheila and Ken now I actually meant to do a disclaimer at the start of this podcast but never mind Ken if you're listening I need you to stop turn away now turn away now this this is not for you at least he's had the pleasure of coming this far (laughs) (laughs) so Sheila came to London now I don't know if I told you about the Dior exhibition facade you did you were dropping her off she'd only bought one ticket it was sold out so she had to go around on her own which she loved okay which she came out of the Dior exhibition and told me how great it was yeah. which I thought was mean salt in wounds yes it was um so then we sit down and we're having a little lunch we have decided to have a gin which nice. was fun yes. and it was a gin without tonic because you know I'm allergic yes. so it was all just good gin. <laughs> yeah, it was just Neat straight gin. up um Sheila orders the biggest piece of quiche you've ever seen no and I was like she'll share that with me <laughs> <laughs> it didn't come my way let me tell you <laughs> she was obviously ravenous. Dior had made Sheila starving. <laughs> Taking it all in, the fabrics, the waistlines, the hems. She mainlined that piece of quiche like I've never seen before and at the end told me she thought it was a bit overdone. I was like, <laughs> I was like you haven't moaned about that. Well, I couldn't say, <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> but then... Um, we got onto the topic of my brother's wedding. Now, yeah. Sheila is MOTG. Yes. And she's got herself in a bit of a flap. Okay. Because obviously, as MOTG, mm. she feels that she has to play quite the role of, you know, got to stand at the side and let MOTB sure. take the reins. Yeah. Because outfits, that kind of thing. And that, this, this is where yeah. Sheila is at the moment. The looks. Yeah, yeah. Now, my brother's wedding is what any self-respecting Von Hepp would do. It's quite a drawn-out affair. There's a couple of occasions wrapped around the wedding. So, rehearsal dinners, pre-cocktails, post, all sure. of that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Sheila has... Um, she's She pulled up a lookbook that she's got on <laughs> yeah. array at the moment. She <laughs> yeah. was like, I don't know what to do. She's like, I really want to wear a short pink dress. Oh, right, I really, yes. And she, she liked the designer that June used. Yes. Liked it a good, lot. Good, good, good. She's stressed because if she picks pink, 
and MOTB picks ping, yep. she can't go for it. So I said, well, you need to just buy two options. Or you need to liaise. She's also got best friend Lucy's wedding this year. Yes. She's got a lot of occasions coming yeah, in. Yeah. And Sheila, she's getting nervous. Okay, it's getting too Get, much. She's getting nervous about shoes. She, she needs to ring MOTB and say, what are you wearing? MOT, sort of... MOTB is cool, calm, and pretty chilled about the whole affair. Okay, yes. So different, yeah. different levels are sure, going on here. Sure, it probably hasn't occurred to her. So, um, she needs options. That's what needs she, to happen. She said, yeah. I found a dress from Goat. <laughs> and I thought the gin had kicked in. I was like, Goat? Do you mean Ghost? Or do you mean Coast? Does something come in? Yeah, like, have you got confused? Like, on here? Kind of shook her a bit. I was like, what's going on? No, Goat is this brand. It's yeah. very chic. I've never heard of it. I've heard of it. Can you bear it? I've never heard of anything. And I've heard of goat i mean don't get me wrong i couldn't pick it out in a lineup well the goat, dresses it sounds are gorgeous yeah. so she's thinking that level that level but she then said i need to know are you going to tan me for these events have you ever told you about tans at home no <laughs> <laughs> So just while we're on it, tans at home are a thing that happens where Ken and Sheila like a, lives. It sounds like your mobile tanning service. It is. I take it bloody up north. Oh the God. booth of truth comes up north. Yeah, it goes it, everywhere you and go. And it all started because when I was doing Strictly, they were like, well, if you're doing Strictly, if it's good enough for Tess Daily, I want to know what's happening. Yeah. So the booth gets erected in the garage. Sure. And Ken and Sheila walk across from the house in their robes and slippers and come <laughs> in the garage, have a tan and walk back. <laughs> So Sheila and Ken have been putting in salon requests for summer. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Paul Salou agree. If oh, I can advise God. one thing, don't train in spray tanning because you really are just taken for an absolute mug. <laughs> <laughs> So Sheila's beauty appointments are going in. Yeah. The dress is going in. Yeah. We've got this weekend, we're doing organisations at Easter. I'm going home. So basically, first son, gay son is becoming PA. Yeah, got to it. To the whole affair at the moment. <sighs> Bluetooth headset needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's oh, June? God. June. June's lost her expensive sunglasses. She's lost them because she went to the pub. You know she's wearing sunglasses indoors. That's what happens when you drink Malibu, June. That's We've had it. this chat. <laughs> She said the pub lights were too bright for her, so she took her sunglasses. And, and of when course, because she wears them inside she now. She wears them inside because of the cataract. Um, but when she went June to meet a starter, she couldn't see it, so she took them off. She thought she'd put them in the bag. Who knows? She's rung round. Of course, somebody snapped them up, right? I said, why didn't you take the cheap pair that you got free from the hairdressers? It's too late for that now. She said she couldn't wear them out of the house. They were not to be seen out of the house, these sunglasses. Oh, June, I'm yeah, sorry gone, for your loss. Gone, gone, gone. Get yourself forever. down to Bista. Um, but now this is, oh God, so she told this story. She went to get her hair done because, of course, right? Now, she always parks round the back of Sainsbury's mm. and she does a little cut through. Mm. She does a little cut through down the side of the library. It saves her moments, right, to get over the road to go and get her hair She's done. got a system. She's got a system, so she always cuts down, right? Now, the library's having work done. There's workmen everywhere. The path has been fenced in. It's been cornered off. The shortcut, they're like, no, 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 you can't cut Come through, June, right? How? So June's like, okay. Nowhere was there a no access sign, right? It was just cornered off. She's fallen in a right? pothole, so hasn't she's, she? So she's <laughs> Something's gone wrong. Way through. It just said access like this way. So June was like, fantastic. Anyway, unfortunately, unfortunately, it was only access to the library. So June thought she was getting through to the cut through. The last thing you need is a copy she of Withering getting, Heights, June. Suddenly, she found herself in reception with everybody looking at her. She, she. Found Herself in the library, 
<laughs> she said, a very dour, serious librarian said, can I help? And she went, no, no, I've just come to browse because she couldn't walk in and just go, oh, no, and walk out. So she, <laughs> she, she did what any self-respecting woman would do. And said, where's the crime section? <laughs> went over, leafed through it for 10 minutes. She had to come back and say she'd read them all. Thank you. Goodbye. Not Agatha Christie's not touching the That's side. They said, didn't you see anything you fancy? She's like, no, not this time. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> That's true British politeness. Do you know that? I mean, that's June all over. She was nearly ten minutes late for the hair. Can you imagine? Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> I, had to get... I got lost in the crime section of the library due to some road works. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you've missed your espresso oh, greeting. God. Oh gosh. Now, shall we do a bit of news from the north? Oh God, let. Mine actually comes from the Birmingham Live. Oh nice. Mine's from the Leicester Mercury. Oh, we've come to the Midlands. Yes. Eighteen fascinating Easter facts you probably didn't know. 18? 18. <laughs> Why don't we read all eight? Good heavens! <laughs> Whether it's about church or chocolate, Birmingham and the rest of the country are getting ready for Easter. Who would ever have imagined that Jesus and chocolate eggs would come to be associated with the same event? Well, it's, Not me! It's been going on for quite a while. However you choose to celebrate the movable feast, we've got it cracked. The movable feast. <laughs> It is never on the same day. <laughs> um, so here are oh, some God. amazing, amusing facts about Easter you almost certainly didn't know. Every child in the UK receives an average of 8.8. .8. What? 8.8 .8 Easter eggs every no. year. Double the recommended calorie intake for a whole week. 8.8. .8. The largest... Don't question it, Sarah. No, We've fine. We've got to get, get through. through. Number two. The largest ever Easter egg hunt was in Florida when over 9,000 children searched for over 500,000 eggs. Oh, relentless. <laughs> Days. In 2007, an Easter egg covered in diamonds sold for almost £9 million. Pounds. That is a great You're going fact. to really love this fact <laughs> yes. about the egg. <laughs> yeah, oh God. Every hour, a cockerel made of jewels <laughs> pops up out from the Fabergé egg, flaps its wings four times, nods its head three times and make a crowing noise. <laughs> That is impressive, if not irritating. <laughs> a golden pink enamel egg was made by oh the Russian God. royal family as an engagement gift for the French aristocrat, Baron Edouard de Rothschild. And here it is. Oh, it is very impressive. I wouldn't cast that as an Easter egg. Listen anyway, go on. Number four. When people gorge on chocolate Easter bunnies, 76% bite off the ears first, 5% go for the feet and 4% opt for the tail. That's a great fact. That is, a, I would go for the ears first. Yeah, ears then head. Just yes. Behead it. Yeah, and just work my way through. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't happen pretty yeah. quickly. <laughs> With all those chocolate eggs for family, relatives, loved ones, and friends, it should be no surprise that households spend on average seventy-five pounds on Easter treats each oh, year. Oh, that's ridiculous! Seventy-five pounds. How many packs of Easter eggs have you had? Uh, uh well, not seventy-five pounds worth. Mini eggs. I've got to get John an egg, actually. It's just reminded me. All <laughs> this is making me think. Number six. In the USA, 90 million chocolate bunnies and 91.4 billion eggs are produced each year. Means nothing. It means nothing. The White House hosts an Easter egg roll on the front lawn each year. This tradition was started by President Rutherford. Yeah, I remember. There's always a photo call, isn't there, for Easter We used to do House. it. Remember, we've talked about this on the podcast before, how Grandma Mary used to make it, paint an egg and roll it down a hill on Easter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. That's the north. <laughs> Do you remember blowing the yolk out? You'd put a you'd put a skewer straight through that it, and then you'd have to me. blow it out was the never yolk. For me. No, I've fine. seen it. I've seen it be done in yes. workshops. I've taken I've taken an executive decision to remove myself from that. <laughs> 
Sales at Easter make up 10% of the UK chocolate spending for the whole year. Yeah, that's I can believe that. UK's first egg was produced in 1873 by Fries of Bristol. Nice. The tallest Easter egg was made in Italy 2011, standing at 10 meters over 10 meters tall and weighing over 7 kilograms. 7,000? Yes, yeah, 7,000 kilograms. <laughs> Sarah is reading this, actually, as I'm reading it, which is proving helpful. It was taller than a giraffe and was heavier than an elephant. Good heavens. Delicious. <laughs> In 2012, London hosted the world's biggest ever Easter egg hunt. No more information than that. That's it. <laughs> the world's most popular Easter egg shaped chocolate is Cadbury's Cream Egg. Workers yeah. at Cadbury in Birmingham produce 1.5 million of these every single day. I can't really get on with a cream I'm... egg. Are you joking? No, I'm not that, f I'm not that keen. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd eat it. Cream egg with chippy chips, delicious. Do you know, I've dined out on you, dunking a chip in them. <laughs> yeah, I'm filth, I know. On Easter Sunday in Scotland and North East England, some people have great fun rolling painted eggs down steep hills. It's you! It's me! <laughs> Tempta number 14, temptation can be too much and 43% of kids say they eat their first chocolate egg before Easter Sunday. Naughty. Same. Yeah. I would. Sheila <laughs> she always used to hide it in the booze cupboard. Brilliant. 15, almost one in five children, 19% say they've made themselves ill by eating too much chocolate over the Easter holidays. We've all all been there. Doesn't matter if it's Easter, I still do it now. 16. The name Easter owns its origin to Oster or Easter, an Anglo-Saxon goddess of light and the dawn, Ooh. who was honoured at pagan festivals celebrating the arrival of spring. Oh, I like that. That's good, that's isn't it? That's a great fact. It's a bit of us, that. I think that's the best fact. 17. In medieval times, a festival of egg throwing was held in church. God, when the priest would throw a hard-boiled egg <laughs> at one of the choir boys. It was then tossed from one choir boy to the next. And whoever held the egg when the clock struck 12 was the winner and they could keep it. I don't want it. Hard oh, boiled egg fingered by everyone in the choir. Thrown at you by the vicar. <laughs> so hot. Let me read it again. The oh festival of egg throwing was held in church when the priest <clears throat> would throw a hard boiled egg to one of the choir boys. Yeah. It was then tossed from one choir boy to the next. Whoever held it the longest when the clock struck 12 was the winner. <laughs> 18. The custom of giving eggs at Easter has been traced back to Egyptians, Persians, Gauls, Greeks and Romans for whom the egg was a symbol of life. Oh, very good. Gosh, I mean, what facts. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, <laughs> Laughing and learning. All the time. Um, my news from the North has come from the Leicester Mercury. Woman tries to buy fast food from McDonald's and ends up with a fine for parking there for 16 hours. What the hell happened? A driver got a parking ticket which said that her short visit to a fast food outlet lasted more than 16 hours. Sandra Hart, a regular at McDonald's Hinkley oh, and Wheatfield Way, sometimes picks up something to eat there after finishing work. <laughs> she was shocked to get a parking charge notice in the post that said one of her brief evening trips in March, which she Not claims so brief. only lasted five minutes, actually lasted from 9.13pm till 1.10pm on the following day. The notice said that the £100 fine needed to be paid within 28 days. It would be reduced to £60 if it was paid within 14 days, but Ms Hart chose not to pay as she was told the account would be sent to a debt recovery agency. She said, I'm a 56-year-old woman. Why would I be parked there for 16 hours? It was quite upsetting receiving this. It's quite worrying. I feel like the public should be made aware of these notices. They're quite threatening. Ms 
Hart, who lives in Barwell, claims she immediately called the enforcement company and was told that it may have been a double entry, careful, and that they would check the CCTV footage. She then called the outlet and was assured they could use the footage to prove how long she was in the car park. Several people have posted and commented recently on the Spotted Hinkley Facebook page to say they've received fines for parking too long Spotted in the car Hinkley park, Facebook which page. has a time limit of 90 minutes. A spokesperson for McDonald's said, we have parking restrictions in place at a number of our restaurants with a time limit to ensure there is adequate parking for all our customers. We are aware of a small number of incidences where customers have been fined incorrectly when visiting this restaurant and are working with our third party providers to further understand and resolve this issue. We apologise for any inconvenience caused. Lorraine Lee, franchisee of McDonald's Hinkley, said that a new parking system was put in place about three months ago after people not eating at the restaurant kept using the car park and preventing customers from getting in. She said a number of fines given to drivers using the car park had been overturned. The mystery continues. <laughs> It's a shame it doesn't say what she was having. Yeah, that's the like real The whole thing, I was like, what, what, what's, yeah, what's she ordering? Yeah, what's I don't, her go-to? That, I mean, that's a real oversight by the journalist there, I would say, who went to interview I'd her. I'd want to know. Yeah. filet of fish yes. Big Mac, nuggets, whatever you had love. Flurry, what was going on here? Milkshakes at McDonald's. I don't have them anymore because they're not vegetarian, but they used to make me cough so much. God knows what's in them. They're nice with chips dipped in. Are they? Yeah, <laughs> I love dipping. I'll dip a chip in anything. Ellie Pear, she's got a great McDonald's hack which is you get a milkshake and a shot of espresso and you pop it in and you've got a, like a coffee. I love Ellie Perry. Yeah, she's the best. Do you want to play the game? Yes, yes, yes. Um, now, on the way to coming here today, mm. Jules, and you'll have to forgive me for announcing this, you said I may arrive with wet hair, right? <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> and so I thought what might be fun is for the game you have 20 seconds to name as many things that you would do with your hair my hair or just hair just hair go fishtail plait braids um hair up i want to say like patsy stone brush it curl it straighten it back comb it crimp it um you can dip dye it you can cut no we've said curl uh ringlets um you can put it in a bun you can put it in a ponytail you can quiff it and that's it. I mean, this really was your round. What was Beauty. that, 13? I'd say it's a bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a good 16. I was absolutely transfixed. I'll go back, Portslough crew. I'll go back and put it on the leaderboard. But that's an amazing one. I mean, you're coming to me really yeah. on my industry turf. I was and just, just mesmerised. I have a disclaimer. Oh, yes. I came to you today <laughs> with wet hair, and it is my pet hate travelling with wet hair because... You get a cold. No, it's just gross. Like, do your hair <laughs> before you leave the house. It's just this thing that I have. Yeah. But I was like, I have a time window, yes. day of an hour. Yeah. I'm going to find a barber. I'm going gonna, gonna to get my hair cut, so there's no point styling it. No, good. Well, I'm glad you And that, Portsmouth crew, is why I, why I wore a headscarf for the majority. <laughs> of the journey. <laughs> oh gosh, Portsloop crew, we adore you for listening. Thank you so much. And you've actually lifted us both out of rather a dark, foul mood, actually. Yeah, yes. I feel back to normal yeah, now. Great. Um, you can write to us. The address is... The Portsloop crew HQ. P.O. Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. London. N-W-9-H. And we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? It's actually a word okay. um, that I want to hear this weekend. Sure. Simnel. 
Simnel. Uh, could you use it in a sentence, please? Jules, can I get you some of this Simnel cake that I bought at Waitrose? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter, Happy Easter. We adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.